there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one definitive page of Talmud a day. How definitive? Well, friends, you're in luck, because in today's page, the Talmud gives us a clear and stark opinion about an issue that's been in the news a lot lately. You know the one. It's been the subject of hundreds, if not thousands, of opinion pieces these last two weeks alone. And people are shouting about it on cable TV and on the streets. Some believe this is the single issue that will have the greatest impact come November's midterm elections. And you, too, have probably felt yourself getting all worked up about it. Well, enough talking. Let's get right down to business. Here it is, the Talmud's definitive opinion on a very controversial question. Have a listen. The Gemara asks, And why do I need three verses with regard to Truma? The Gemara answers, They are all necessary, as had Truma been derived solely from the verse, He shall not eat of the holy things until he be pure, Leviticus 22.4, I would not have known by what means ritual purity is achieved, whether by immersion alone or in some other way. Therefore, the merciful one writes, And when the sun has set, he shall be pure, and afterward he may eat from the holy things, Leviticus 22.7, to teach that he must also wait for sunset. By now, you probably realize that I am not going to deliver on my promise. There is no definitive anything here, just the Talmud showing you its work. The sages are talking about truma, or a sacrificial offering to God. To partake in it, naturally, you have to be pure. But what does being pure mean? If you ask our modern-day sages, the very smart men and women you see on CNN or MSNBC or Fox News or read in the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or the New York Post and who run the Democratic or the Republican Party, too often the answer to this question, no less important now than it was back then in the days of the Talmud, is stark and simple. To be pure, you must believe precisely as I believe. To be pure, you must insist on ideological fealty. To be pure, you must believe that having guns is always bad or that having guns is always good, that there are no conditions in which abortion should be considered a viable option or that there are no conditions in which restrictions on abortion rights are okay, that immigration is a net good and we should open wide our borders or that all immigrants are potential parasites and criminals, which is why we should build a wall and seal the border shut. I'm exaggerating here, of course, but not by much. Our political and social and cultural conversation these days is one of absolute absolutes. You want to be pure? You want to stay in our camp? Believe it all and ask no questions. The Talmud today and every day tells us exactly the opposite. It knows that purity, like every other matter involving human beings aspiring to be better, is really, really very, truly hard. And so it makes no blanket statements, no big pronouncements. And in today's stuff, it shows you how to go about answering these difficult questions. Who is pure? Even though we have a verse of Torah answering this question, a verse of Torah, mind you, the living word of God, one verse alone just isn't enough. You need 
three verses, because otherwise you may not know the exact specifications by which you can achieve the condition at hand, whatever it might be. And the specifications matter a lot. Hashem, God, is in the details. What does Judaism say about abortion? What does Judaism say about gun control? What does Judaism say about immigration? You can pick and choose bits and pieces here and there and blow them out of proportion. But the only truly honest answer is that Judaism says everything, and really nothing at all, about any of these issues and any other issue. Because Judaism is not a series of rigid dogmas to be blindly obeyed. It's a set of assertions from which flow a wide, almost infinite number of possibilities. And because human life is endlessly complex and infinitely diverse, our job is to emulate the rabbis in the Talmud and ask these difficult questions. Our job isn't to find the one scrap that fits our biases and pre-existing notions and wave it around as a banner representing God's will. Our job is to break every situation apart until all of its permutations become clearer to us. What if the person in question is so-and-so or does so-and-so? And what if she's the exact opposite or does the exact opposite? What are the terms and restrictions that qualify a rabbinic ruling? And what reason precisely do the rabbis give when making this definitive decision? The Talmud is a series of ongoing arguments, not a list of laws, because the rabbis don't care that much about you knowing the bottom line. Instead, they want you to see the process, the commitment to continuing dissent and discussion, the immersion in a conversation that truly seeks to understand every conceivable nuance of every situation a human being might encounter here on earth. It's a logic we would all be advised to emulate these days. You have strong opinions about the world? Mazel tov. So do I. That's great. It's a sign that we're alive and engaged and compassionate, that they care about the world we live in and other people in it. But let's all try to be a little bit more Talmudic in our approach and ask questions instead of casting aspersions. Let's try to qualify everything we believe by demanding one or two or three additional proof points and clarifications as the Talmud does today, rather than sinking deeper into the warmth of our absolute certainty. It's not as satisfying, but if you're looking for a system of solving problems that keeps people together for millennia, this one really can't be beat. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.